to Everything is Rent podcast where, what do we do on this podcast? <laughs> Should we do the, hi, I'm Beth and I'm Sarah. And this oh yeah, is... let's do that. Hi, I'm Beth. Okay. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> this is Everything is Rent, a podcast about the greatest musical of all time where we talk about the songs in it one by one. Um, since we've already done that, um, and then we did an episode where we saw it and we just did all the episodes, we decided, hey, we're right in the middle of a quarantine. Let's just chat with our very good friend and watch the 2008 Broadway show uh, that's on YouTube. So uh, we, our, our friend oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> is joining us and uh, she's an amazing writer, actor, bon vivant, etc. Uh, it's Kayla Bitsagai. Hello, hello. Thank you for hello. having me. Thanks well, so much for joining us. This was uh, actually your very idea to watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to do the pod. We forced that upon you. Um, but to watch that uh, rendition of Rent and talk about it. So yeah. we said not with not off pod. Mm -mm. Not without <laughs> getting content. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, as soon as anyone starts talking to us about Rent, we immediately start recording. So yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what we do. It's yeah, it's how how we behave. But yes, we're on Zoom. We're on Zoom with Caitlin. So if the audio of this is shitty, that's why. And that's um, the world, you get it. You understand. We would love we would love to record in person, touching. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to be touching, shaking hands, uh, giving kisses on faces, but we simply can't. We simply can't. And that's um, what you guys usually do the podcasts a lot. Uh -huh. physical contact yeah yeah a lot of kissing <laughs> a thing that you know I love touching people anyway so yeah and you love being touched I love sure. being touched <laughs> I love touching um Caitlin uh thank you for reminding us that this rendition of Rent is uh, is recorded and on the internet for all to see um what what's your deal with Rent let's see um well, this was brought to my attention. A friend sent me a few links to different uh, theater recordings to watch in quarantine. And I was like, I know two ladies that'll want to watch this one with me. Um, <laughs> I think Rent came out, uh, I, how old were we? We're all like the same age, like seventh grade, sixth grade Yeah, -ish. middle school. Yeah. 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 And I think I read about it in, um, my dad had a subscription to New York Times, you know, um, pause for applause. Wow. <laughs> highbrow, highbrow. Yeah, yeah. And, and it should be noted that he was in the Midwest. So yes. like, he's like a Manhattan, you mm -mm. know, big wig. No. Subscribing to the New York Times. And for a, a while, man. for a while he stopped subscribing because our local bookstore, which there was one would get the Sunday times, but it only got like two, issues and so the three people that read it would have to race down there to be <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of goofball stuff we're talking about in the small town mm -hmm. midwest but he knew i liked broadway stuff so i think there was like a big article about rent so he actually mm -hmm. showed me the article because he was like this seems like something you'll like and then i got the double disc original broadway recording i think for christmas that year that was like like the double disc i feel like you couldn't just buy that had to be like a present. It was too expensive. I'm almost certain it was like a Christmas or a birthday gift for me as well. Yeah. 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 
And I remember listening to it like all day Christmas day. And then I saw it, I saw the na- one of the national tours, probably not the first one. Mm-hmm. And what, what's your, you love it, right? Yeah, I love Rent. Do you have a, a role that would be your role that you like always were like, I'm absolutely the Mimi, I'm going to sing all the songs or whatever? I don't think, I was actually thinking this while watching. I don't think I'm one of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Uh-huh. I, you could be, and I don't take this wrong, but you could be an Alexi darling. Uh, totally. <laughs> we are all, we, I was thinking that while watching it, that we've all done time as an Alexi darling. If you yes. <laughs> worked in media in New York, you have been that person. Mm. I like, I think I relate to Collins the most. Yeah. But mm. I, I do not see myself singing the songs <laughs> of Jesse L. Martin. That was never in my mind. Yeah, it's, uh, who else could you be? Yeah, you're, you sort of exist outside of the world of Red. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Despite. <laughs> I mean, oh. it contains so many types and you're none of them. Yeah. I mean, what do most people say, though, that are, like, comedy people? Mark? Mark. Yeah. yeah Mark. Mark. Maureen. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. A lot of Collins, though, because Collins is, like, fun and the, yeah. like, the party, sort of. Collins a re- is a reference-heavy guy, too. I yes. feel like he's, he gestures to the outside world more than some of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Did you do theater in school? No, I didn't. I, I was too scared, I think. Like, and I mean, I can't sing and I feel like musicals were the main entry point to doing theater growing yeah. up. And I would have been scared to try that because I can't sing. I was much more self-conscious growing up than I am as an adult. Yeah. Do you want to give us a song or? Um, yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Hear that beautiful baritone voice. <laughs> this is Halo by Beyonce. <laughs> Just going to start at a random one. <laughs> um, so had you seen Rent on, in New York at any point? No, I don't think I have actually. Have you seen the movie? No. I listened to your podcast about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen it since you saw it in like middle school? Yeah, because I saw it, I saw a college production and, but maybe not since then, which is, you yeah. know, four or five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is also a topical um, podcast currently. Um, it's, it's made its way from niche to very, very topical because it's, well, as we're recording it, it's, so it's close to the beginning of the month. Rent is, Rent My Amigos is due. due. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) there's, that's like the big news, the big news right now. Will will there be a rent freeze? Are we going to have to pay our rent, 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 rent? How are we going to pay our rent, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so there was an organization putting together a video of people singing the um, the title song from Rent as part of their campaign to not have to pay rent. And they were having you sing it over the movie soundtrack. And I was oh, just once again reminded wow. of like how upsetting it is to get to that part where Joanne's supposed to be like, don't you know like it's Maureen your substitute production manager hey hey hey, hey and hey, that hey. just does not happen in the movie yeah. soundtrack it's impossible to listen to and then that's going to be the takeaway of the movement and that's 
horrible because that's distracting. <laughs> yes. Everyone who makes decisions about whether we pay our rent is going to uh, <laughs> say, you have to pay because you didn't do the real song. Yes, exactly. And that, they'll be well within their rights, frankly. Yeah. But it is funny, like how the, um, and you've discussed this before, one of the sort of cliched reactions to rent is like, just pay the rent, you know? And it's <laughs> now in this moment, it's like, well, it's not so easy, is it? Yeah. Yes. And it's also, <laughs> I mean, the, the other way in which the musical is extremely topical right now is that is the a government's poor response to a health epidemic. Right. So yeah. um there I've seen like many people that were somehow affected or um you know new people who were affected by the AIDS epidemic tweeting or posting online about how similar it feels. Like oh you guys are just now experiencing the government uh ignoring a problem that is affecting people you know like this is a real flashback for them. Yeah. So um you know, at the, I guess one one good thing to come of it could be people could have a newfound respect for the musical rent. <laughs> I hate that it had to be at this cost. I hate that. <laughs> but here we are. And yet I have a feeling that this won't change anyone's mind about rent, but we, we could always hope. I think it'll change everyone's minds about rent. Um, <laughs> literally everyone. If you like rent, you're going to hate it. <laughs> you hate it. Yeah, you're going to change. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm mad. I thought it was trash today when I watched it. <laughs> I started a GoFundMe for rent opinions, guys. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it benefits what? <laughs> well, just read, read my summary on there. It's uh, oh, okay. It's so you donate money. Right. And it, it goes... It seems rent. like me. It seems like okay. me at first. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it seems yeah. like it goes to you. It's going to seem like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll donate for sure. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, guys. Every little bit helps. Even over Zoom, I can see you. Um, you're wearing a bunch of fur coats. Uh, <laughs> looks like you've preemptively maybe spent some of the money. It's going to look like that, Beth. I, I can't emphasize yeah. to you enough. That's not the whole story. Got I know it. you've been saying those are headphones, but they look, uh, it looks like a tiara that you've, um, you're wearing. Here, here's the thing. It's a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let, let's talk about that dang movie or not the movie, the, um, the stage recording. Right. Mm -hmm. I realized I suggested it then didn't quite know what it was. Um, so it seems to be a film of the one of the last performances of Rent on Broadway in 2008. Yes. But I yeah. would not think the la it's not the last one exactly, but I think some of the footage from the very end is from the last one. I'm actually kind of confused. Oh, you're you may be confused because every production has that at the end where they have like Mark's movie that they is that the oh, no no the uh where the original cast comes out. Oh. It's at the very I, I thought it was on? just the um the cast from the show. Maybe I stopped before that happened. You may have just oh, stopped yeah. before Anthony Rapp and et cetera they come oh, out. Yeah. Oh, friend of the pod. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Freddie comes out. Um, Jesse L. Uh, Martin is there. Daphne Vega. Yeah, I think that was from the actual last night, but most of the footage is not. I think that's true. The audience, mm. though, is hyped in a way that okay. I think that does feel like maybe they just know that they're recording it for this. I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
But I, that was my first note that I wrote applause. No, thanks. <laughs> there was applause. I mean, that's been like an epidemic on, I guess I shouldn't talk about epidemics, but that's been, uh, sorry, it's been a pandemic on Broadway <laughs> in New York theater. Like the applause with entrances has been out of control for years. Yeah. I agree. And I can't fully say of why sometimes it really grates on me and other times it doesn't. But it is it is overall getting bad. And I I saw Hamilton recently, just you know, five years wow. too late. Um, and it's <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. Because oh, people are just yes, throughout. And they're yeah, so jazzed to be there. And it's all about like, I don't know. I'm of two minds about it. Cause on the one hand, it is all about you being there and it is all about the live performance, but it's, it's sometimes it's just a little too much. It feels like participation. Yeah. And yes. it also, it breaks the story. Yes. I mean, like uh, you're in the middle of something, they're telling a story. No one, no one is writing a player musical being like, okay, there will be an applause break here. And then someone will come out and shoot the other dude or whatever. No. I, um, I saw Follies in New York, um, like a production of it when I lived in New York. So it was probably like eight years ago. And it was all just like Broadway legends. Uh-huh. And but the entrances are so staggered. Like in, <laughs> there was just applause every three minutes for the entire show. Um, I did see Hello Dolly with Bette Midler though. And she comes in uh, on a train and she's like reading the paper. So you don't notice it's her at first. And then she puts the paper down. There's honestly almost like a standing ovation break, but it worked. Like in Hello Dolly, it's fine. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's built into the show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Bette Midler. And like she looks at you like, I'm Bette Midler, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe this? And um, there it totally worked. But in this, I didn't love. Can I tell a minor side story? I talked to Bette Midler on the phone one time. Oh my gosh. Because I worked at a, I worked front desk at a waxing salon. um, And uh, that sucked. My boss was the worst, but uh, you know, it was a fine job, but it was really fancy. And um, we had a location in West Hollywood that was like all um, stars came in, like Madonna would come in. I didn't see her, but she did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) fine. Um, she got a facial, I think who knows, but, um, yeah, the esthetician who does the waxing, her name was also Sarah. Um, and so I pick up the phone and hi, this is Sarah. How can I help you? And she's like, Sarah, how, how are you? It's Bette Midler. And I was like, hi, I'm good. How are you? Um, and a few sentences in, she realizes it's not the Sarah that she knows. It's just some random girl at the front desk. Um, anyway, it was exciting. <laughs> I have an autographed picture of Bette Midler. <laughs> wow. So we all um, love Midler and we, we all love a miss. <laughs> I so wish she had been in a production of Rent. <laughs> I uh, mean, she's a Maureen, that's for sure. That's, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um, I'm trying to think of the funniest role to give her that is not for her in Rent. Hmm. I mean, she could nail them all. That's the thing is she will make them for her. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I want to see her as a mark. Um, Yeah, that's about the funniest. Um, Well, speaking of Mark, I thought Adam Cantor was great. Yeah. Yeah. For me, he's like one of the best Marks I've seen other than Mr. Rapp himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and dare I say, he's a sexier Mark. Ooh. Yes. Sure. You can dare. You may dare. <laughs> sexier. <laughs> On the scale of Marks. Yeah. Um, um, the age range of these actors was truly all over the place. Yes. And yeah. he was, him being one of the youngest was kind of funny. Or actually, he may have been the youngest. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's... It's tricky. the The fact that they did this recording of it and there's so many close ups yes. is like really not doing the the production any favors in general. Where it's like they're all wearing stage makeup, but mm-hmm. then being filmed for screen, mm-hmm. which is like a very funny combo. And then it's just like, well, here's your stage makeup settled into every wrinkle you've ever had. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and then like sweating, especially like the last half of the show. You're like very you've really sweaty, been dancing yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. Renee Elise Goldsberry, she must be younger, no? No, no. she was um like no. 30 something. Yeah, like, no, no, she's, she's much <laughs> older than you think. Oh, she looks very young. Look, she does. Looks she looks yeah, great. She's 49 now. So oh, late okay. 30s hmm. doing memes. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then well, I guess I'm sort of jumping around, but I was like trying to find the fellow who plays Angel. Mm-hmm. like his web presence it he's I think this is the only thing he's ever done yeah and I couldn't has, find him either and that's it and that makes sense because he didn't seem to want to be there at all <laughs> <laughs> what a time to find out acting's not for you <laughs> while, while performing rent on Broadway <laughs> I don't know what did you guys think I felt like he was like throwing stuff away like you would for not to like maybe for a different role but not for angel right i think there were some fun parts i think like especially the new year's day stuff i think uh-huh, he played uh-huh. stuff in a way that was different than the way that wilson germain heredia played it right. but um yeah i didn't i didn't dislike him i uh but yeah it didn't he wasn't my favorite same I thought like when we got to the santa fe reprise when he was dead it was like better <laughs> Uh, i was weeping at that point but i mean you know that i you know what i cried during la vie bohème just because i love it so much and i just thought this show is so good and then i just started crying and there's nothing else that would make me be emotional uh currently or sort of a wreck so Mm -hmm. no no (laughs) no everything's going good so yeah but yeah I, I did cry a few times not at any normal rent moments just in general of like I like similarly I saw the before this season of Survivor started I saw like a preview for it and I was like weeping I was just so happy yeah <laughs> I was like I'm so happy Survivor exists I'm so happy rent exists they're just both so good I agree yeah. That tends to be the way I cry as well, if I do. It's never like, not necessarily like the sad moment. It's just like something gets to me about the fact that it exists. <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> I used to have that when I lived in New York. I would be like walking down the street to work and I would be like, oh my God, I live in New York and I work in like a big building in New York. <laughs> yeah. I have that sometimes even when I go to a horrible like commercial audition, but they're on Madison Avenue and I'm like, that's Mad Men, baby. (laughs) (laughs) This horrible audition for dog food commercial. 
I'm living was, the dream. It was here. It was downstream of Dog Draper. Audition where I'm pretending to eat a plastic dog toy donut <laughs> to audition for a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Didn't book. Didn't book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, totally. I guess it's normal. We both do it. Oh, I wrote down a moment that I liked right away when um, Angel and Collins meet. Um, yes. Yeah. It's great. And Collins, when he sees angels, like an angel, indeed, but he like <laughs> lowers his glasses down his nose mm-hmm. and it really made me laugh out loud. Collins He's also great. wearing glasses that have yellow uh, lenses in them. And it was very 90s. I loved it. It is. Yeah. Like very like nineties intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, one moment I thought towards the beginning, uh, the let her be a lesbian line, um, gets a hearty laugh in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if people in 2008 still thought it was funny or if it's just the cadence up. There's a few questions I have about tone and cadence throughout eliciting a reaction that I'm not sure if people really wanted to laugh or applause or it's just it's sort of asked for yeah and I think maybe that's what's going on like the let her be a lesbian line feels like a punchline so people laugh but like there is no joke (laughs) yes no it's it also I felt like this actor like because the world had evolved by then I think she even punches it a little bit less Yes, no, I think so too. I think like so too. She's, she's like, I don't want to make a thing of this, but I know I have to because it's part of the musical. Yes. Like she's, she does it very well, like better than previous ones. But yeah, I think it is just the way it's written and like audiences knowing the musical and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it is a joke in the original one to the extent that it's just very funny for someone to leave one partner for a different gender partner. We're all on board. <laughs> for that but there isn't even inherently in that that like in the year 1994 it wasn't there's no joke construction there no no it is musically let her be a lesbian like it's it's the music of it and it's it's also I guess the idea that comes up over and over in this show of like parents are dumb and out of touch true true so maybe yeah and I think it is just it's unexpected I mean, at that time, it's like more unexpected, yeah. especially to see on Broadway. You're not seeing a whole lot of uh, same-sex relationships. Right. So it's funny because it's at the exact same time as um, like Friends is premiering. And that is one of the the early jokes of Ross is that his ex-wife left him for yes. another woman. It's very similar. Yeah. That is sort of a joke throughout the just every like I feel like it's things still have that as I'm trying I feel like didn't something recently have yeah I don't know probably (laughs) gave up but probably tweet at us tell us please tweet at us (laughs) tweet what I was trying to think of (laughs) um yeah I'll think of it I'll think of it Also, um, on this, maybe because I was thinking about friends, when Benny says, you, me, Collins, and Maureen, I was like, that's fully a multicam sitcom from 1995. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, Collins, and Maureen in a pizza place. <laughs> I might write that if I get bored. You, me, Collins, and Maureen. <laughs> I mean, it's begging to be on the blacklist. 
And I am too. So we'll unite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I noticed one thing that I think is a lyric difference that I've only ever seen in this production. In La Vie Boheme, they go like the enemy of Avenue A. And then I think normally they go, we'll stay. But in this one, Maureen went, Mr. Gray and like played with his hair. Yeah. Anyway. That's just a little uh, OCD thing that I noticed. I love that. Um, Very weird. La Vibolium is funny because of like the list of things and how that's aged. Like at one point they're basically talking about breweries and yoga, which are (laughs) (laughs) the most yuppie, like antithetical to counterculture. They're just culture, I guess is what you call that. Yeah, it has aged in a very funny way. And it's also like, yeah, the further away we get from it, the more when casts sing about these things, it's like, you are 10 years old, you don't know what any of this is. But maybe I actually really enjoyed watching this. Like, it's much better than the Rent Live that they did. And it just made me be like, why didn't they just do this? Just do get a really good cast together and just do it like this. This is great. Um, who cares if it's live? No one cares if it's live. Although there is a mess up in it. Angel has a little wig uh, mm-hmm. problem in this production, but um, but maybe maybe the young cast was the problem because I liked this older cast. I did too. Yeah. I mean, I liked, they were all pretty much Broadway people, you know, like that was really nice to see. Yeah. And yeah. A, a lot of them have appeared on The Good Wife. So that was fun to revisit <laughs> for me. One of my favorite TV shows. So you know, they're New York based. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Good Wife and The Good Fight are chock full of Broadway actor uh, appearances. Highly recommended if you're a Broadway fan. So. I was um, looking through the comments of uh, this video, which is very, it's very fun to watch it, a amazing. Broadway show. And then, yeah, look at the comments because they're great. But many, many of the comments were like, I just had to put this on after I watched Rent Live. Thank God this exists. Because, um, yeah, Rent Live was a, a bummer. Yeah, we talked to someone who just stopped watching it and just put on yeah. this instead. Did you watch Rent Live, Caitlin? I didn't. I didn't. Um, yeah, it was, I, actually, I haven't watched a ton of those live musicals. Um, yeah. Not that I'm against them, but maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if one came on now, you'd watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Start working <laughs> on it. Now I don't However, know how to do it. <laughs> no, they would have to, the stage would have to be very big <laughs> for them to be far enough apart. Oh, another thing I loved in this was when they show the band and it's just like six dads. <laughs> Six yeah. white dads. So <laughs> just rocking out. Yeah. That just is fucking jamming. I don't know if you remember the 80s, early 90s sitcom Head of the Class, which was about mm-hmm. the like advanced program at Bronx Science. But one of their dads was in the pit of a chorus line. And I thought that's the coolest job for a dad to have. <laughs> that's like a plot on that show. He literally comes in and mentions it once. And I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> hundred times uh, incredible it's like a parent teacher conference and he's like i work in the pit i was just like that's just it was to me that blew my mind that that could be yeah, like what a thing to throw away job. wow 
is this student, he's the dad of a musician? No, I think the thing is that the student gets caught in a lie that their dad is absent when he's like, and I think part of the joke is I had to have been present. I'm in the longest running Broadway musical <laughs> like of all time is one of the jokes of it. God, I wish I could meet the writer that came up with that. Genius. You That's can't, that, show, that show's been largely canceled because one of the stars <gasps> is a big Me Too-ish. Oh no, oh. I forgot about that. One of the child actors that went on to be a producer and behind the scenes is a creepo. Yes. Yes. Not one of the teachers. The teachers are wonderful. (laughs) Well, we don't know. We don't know. I'm going to endorse without Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the YouTube comments, uh, (laughs) it's just. I mean, let's talk about the one that we texted about while watching. Um, Is that uh, multiple people think that the guy who played Roger. Will uh, Chase, star of Nashville and Smash. Of course. Um, looks like um, Gordon Ramsay, which was the first thing I thought before I even realized it was Will Chase. I felt insane. Mm-hmm. And my he favorite, does, he does look like Gordon Ramsay. No, yes, yeah, no, no. he totally does. It, it's He's got like, the line. Yes, yeah. Uh, but my favorite is one woman named Heather who responds more than once because. Uh, Someone said, like, I didn't know that Roger was played by Gordon Ramsay. And she responds, no, it wasn't, LOL. And then later on, actually, his name is Will Chase. It's not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Do you think it's Will Chase under a fake account? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only answer, yeah. I have suspected for a while that Will Chase gets on these. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, what anyone makes fun of Smash on YouTube. He comes for their ass. <laughs> actually that's will chase and he's very good <laughs> he was I, also on Nashville. I i did think he was pretty good like i think like i thought he was as, great yeah i thought he yeah i thought he was like the best that like a non-rocker could be as roger right i liked his voice a lot i i think roger's look i was thinking about this as a discussion topic like whose look has like just not aged well as far as their styling and I don't think Rogers has super well yeah yeah um I also find it interesting that like Roger's supposed to be this rocker but you never really hear him do anything rocker-esque no what about one song glory I mean that's cool but it's like it what about is, when he's like, time dies? Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> okay, point. Okay, that is the one time you he's, see it. I did But everything from, else is like, in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's such an asshole, though, when he says, I'm not her boyfriend. I don't care what she does. Oh, oh that I really stings me. Very rocky, because oh, I love it. it sucks. His painted nails towards the end is, I don't know, odd. It's an odd choice. I didn't realize until the end that um, he also had tattoos on his fingers. I couldn't oh. tell what they spelled out, but um, oh, we should get Will Chase on the pod. Yeah, and ask him. Well, let's get Gordon Ramsay, and I'll come yeah. back as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't Gordon Ramsay in that. LOL. It Wait, was what? Will Chase. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Gordon Ramsay. Oh my god. Um, also, does does Collins? Did Collins always wear a t-shirt that said Poppy? <laughs> yeah, I was confused <laughs> about that too. Singing. 
I'll cover you, her priest. Now, I was, I was staring at that. Yeah. I thought that I was like, was that in the original? And I've just never seen a photo of it. Oh, geez. I don't know. It was fun to see like them adapt. Like now when we saw the most recent tour of Rent and they, they sang like to every passing fad, they did a dab. And in this one, oh. they were like to every passing fad. And they did the thing where you hold hands and you like one person does a little like wave with their hand yes, that goes yes. through the next person's oh, yeah. body into their arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun to see them update that, you know. To be as- fair though, that thing is timeless. The snake? <laughs> the snake. <laughs> I mean, that that's I, uh, <laughs> since the beginning of time of uh, Alpha to Zeta. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see that in hieroglyphics, people doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what the Egyptians are doing. <laughs> yeah, that is walking like an Egyptian. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's yeah, actually bad, Beth. <laughs> okay, all right. I didn't like it then. I hated it. <laughs> um, were you, did you like, Caitlin, because... Sarah and I have watched this 800 times and listened to it very yeah. recently. Like, were there parts that you were like, what the hell? Like, this exists? Or things that you were, like, pleasantly surprised to be reminded of? Songs I mean, or plot points? I've listened to it a lot recently. I think that um, I did write down, after Take Me or Leave Me, I said, so I wrote down 45 more minutes. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was trying to remember what happens at that point. And of course there's the uh I'll cover you reprise which everyone loves. So that like good parts coming up but like I was I, I was a little stumped at that point. It's like I was like, what happens and then of course contact happens. Um of course. I have not sat through all of um Maureen's performance in a long time. Mhm. I was disturbed by her outfit because it is what I would wear in 1997 as well. (laughs) Like that strange screen print. That's like a photo. Those those are horrible. Yeah, Those are horrible. Um, Did you you guys ever have those t-shirts that were like 99% angel or whatever? Yes. Yes. That's That's, definitely that same era. Where part of it was like bedazzled sort of. Yeah, or like a hologram or something. Yeah, definitely could be. I think I'm curious if in another draft of this had Jonathan Larson started, if Maureen specifically would have been like, I think it seems like I don't know what people think of Maureen. Like how, how much is she being satirized? But watching it and actually especially being struck by how good some of it is I think Maureen is supposed to be bad (laughs) yes she definitely is like I think Jonathan Larson is making fun of I think so too an an actual ex-girlfriend of his probably probably yeah (laughs) just because her song is is bad and it's it's not as smart as other parts and like I guess maybe maybe that's universally accepted I just I'm I wasn't aware of it if it is I think he's satirizing performance art yeah. yeah yeah but specifically not even just like performance art is bad like she's bad at it yes <laughs> I guess that's the difference like everyone knows it's like goofy the moo with me and stuff but I think like she's not good at this thing in addition to the thing is always a little silly yeah 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 she was definitely a clown like in the show I thought 
she was good. I wonder if she knew how close they were going to get on her bare butt. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. It was like, I would be like, I would be like, why don't you tell me so I can maybe not slap it as hard because it's really right. You know, but maybe uh, not pull my pants down. Like all the way. way. Yes. Yes. You can see like the, the whites of the crotch part of the underwear. Yes. (laughs) Um, and this, this actress, Eden Espinoza, has has quite a relationship to Adina Menzel's work. Yes. Which is that she's mainly done this and Alphaba. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, she's a- I mean, I thought she was great, but um, that is very, very funny. No, I, th- I thought she was good as well. It's just, it is funny looking at her, her wiki. Yeah. Um, just a natural transition it is it is i'm trying to see if she was on good wife <laughs> i don't know that she was one of the okay. people who no has been on she did get a law and order so okay you gotta get one or the other or both if you're i bet some of them have done both oh i'm sure many i'm sure of it many. yeah yeah it's like the british actors that have all have like there's like Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, and Harry Potter. That would be like the trifecta if you can get them all. But a lot have done yeah. too. Um, <laughs> oh, also, yeah, I thought Tracy Toms was great. Yeah. I feel like she got like all the moments of humor. Like she was good. I thought Tracy Toms was great. Seeing her, because I've seen her in movies the most, it just at first I was like, oh, it's like one of the friends from Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> 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 she dates someone okay uh i'm just more i'm more accustomed to seeing her face for whatever reason than even will chase um so it just took me out of it but just because she's booked a lot she can't do anything about that she, she books. books baby i also wonder if she was maybe better like at knowing how to perform with a camera true true true, true, true. done that more because she did mm-hmm. just seem like she seemed just a little bit more like she was performing for that um during La Vie Bohème that the blonde ensemble member really has some star turns oh yeah <laughs> speaking of knowing where the camera is <laughs> yeah. big, time. big time and we've talked about this before but where does it say that rent must have a woman in that pink bikini and pigtails um, I believe it's written into the, it's like under the title, Rent starring a woman in pink bikini. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And Sometimes it's above the title if she's a big enough star. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am curious how things like that are um, made into a legacy of the show. I mean, I guess it's just part of like a director's Bible, but it, mm-hmm. it is odd. And yeah, there must and me- just be rules where it's like you have like... um equity yeah or no royalty based mm. rules maybe i'm not sure exactly but yeah i bet i bet it's a part you know because a lot of shows is- have like rules where it's like you cannot put this show up if you don't do or you do x y or z right yeah did they have a pink bikini in um rent live i can't uh-huh. remember <laughs> they just had the bikini no one was <laughs> just hanging up <gasps> for rights issues it was in the back I don't remember. And it happened right in front of us. I feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I feel like I would have noticed if it didn't, but I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to go back through my archives. <laughs> you go through your notes. <laughs> through my diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's your, what's your, wears the, oh, I was just going to say Mimi always wears those uh, blue leather, pleather <gasps> pants. Oh yeah. Well. I was going to say that color is so amazing. And it's like so evocative of that time. Like it feels like, like I know there's like some stained glass in the middle ages that they can't figure out how to recreate that exact color. I feel like <laughs> Mimi's pants are like up because every time I see them, it's just, it's so uh, captivating. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite song and least favorite song, Caitlin? My favorite song um, is I'll Cover You, I think. First or second? I mean, both. I'll often when I listen to it, just like listen to them together. Like I've made my own track. <laughs> um, least favorite. I mean, I never listen to Contact. Like I never just listen to it, but I don't like no. hate it. But I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I realized on this watch, I now know most of the words to it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. After doing so many episodes about yeah. Contact. Mm-hmm. It's strangely the least sexy part of the show. It's so, so <laughs> unsexy. Yeah. Um, what's the sexiest part of the show? I think, I actually do think when uh, Angel and Collins meet is very sexy. Mm-hmm. How much they like each other right away and are just admit that. <laughs> <laughs> because it's funny that there's an entire sort of... Uh, plot point between Mimi and Roger of like telling each other that they're HIV positive when (laughs) Angel and Collins do it within like 60 seconds of meeting each other. (laughs) They're like, yeah, okay, well, this was easy. Um, They're more emotionally mature. Well, because Angels and Collins are living with not dying from disease and Mimi and Roger have to learn to live with it instead of being like fatalistic. You're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, well, I cracked the code. Okay. Are you Jonathan Larson? Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, I wish. Internet. That'd be a great reveal. <laughs> you almost didn't even do this episode. You almost never revealed it. Thank God you got us to watch that. <laughs> what else? Any other? Look at my other notes here. Um, I love the take me or leave me. Um, yeah yeah this I mean uh Tracy Toms is so good um and the uh uh Eden Espinoza is so good but I think this was like really showed them off so well yeah I did too um I like that oh I had a question about the moment uh, and I asked my friend who who played this role uh in the Adelphi College uh, version the homeless woman she gets like a pretty big round of applause for this town is full of artists or is it this city's full of artists mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of applause on that and I I wondered if a lot of people were applauding for different things that they thought it meant because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite like again it's like attitude like she's giving him a lot of attitude so we like that um She's kind of shitting on Mark, which like, I don't really know why we're rooting for that. 
she's saying there's a lot of artists, which is positive. Or is that we're happy about that? Like it, it seemed like a strange applause break moment. And I, I think asked, it's a meta joke of like we're in the theater, we're in yeah. the middle of a Broadway show, we're in New York. Half of these people in the audience are artists. Right. Everyone else. That's how like it yeah. feels to me. I guess that is it. And but I, I asked my friend Lauren Brickman, and she said that it does get applause. And I was like, huh, I never thought about that being a, a particularly transcendent line that I would feel the need to applause. But I am in the minority. I mean, people really love when she asks for a dollar and then he doesn't give it to her. Like, that's mm-hmm. a fun moment. That is a more fun moment. And I almost wondered if people just got ahead of themselves. <laughs> and applauded that I part. think it might be. And I think also in this production, it's Gwen Stewart, who right. was the original Seasons of Love Solo. Sure. She's back mm-hmm. in this performance. Yes. Yeah. And so people are really losing their minds over her being there. Right. That is like letting us know that we see you, Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a we see you reaction. It's a we see you Gwen Stewart reaction. Mm-hmm. All right. My question is answered. <laughs> yeah, she's oh. what is she? It's this lot is full of artists, which is even more obscure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh um, I do like the way the show throws out like local cities to the tri-state without ever explaining oh you're, you're a lover of hicksville westport mm-hmm. scarsdale <laughs> mm-hmm. all three of them there is no context given like you just have to know <laughs> yeah they had to change hicksville uh to be jersey in the live production well, when they Hicks- tour now yeah they say well, you could take the girl out of jersey that makes sense though because hicksville's a hard specific yes you think it sounds, it's going to be Southern. Yeah. Right. It sounds like she's a hick when in fact it's a specific town. <laughs> <laughs> That's Long Island. I believe it's on Long Island. And it, yeah. he's saying she's suburban, not she's a hick. Yeah. And yet the word is Hicksville. So it is. Re- um, remember that Lay's moment? The Lay's she, moment? When she br- comes in in her cat suit, she brings just a big <laughs> bag of Lay's. <laughs> Is that product placement? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I, I know that I bought a lot of Lay's. <laughs> I have them ordered. Listen, I know we're in quarantine, but I immediately stopped watching and did go buy a big bag of Lay's. Yeah, you can go to grocery stores. So I, you I need to stop Lay's. hoarding Lay's. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people. What if I run out? What if I run out? <laughs> what if I run out? <laughs> what about what, what I pretend there's no more? <laughs> Stop hoarding spandex cat <laughs> costumes and legs. What if we, we run, run out of spandex cat costumes? Oh, one thing. Did you think we were always hearing them sing live? I wasn't sure. Oh, I thought so. I because there's I times so. when people sound bad. No, I, I, I agree. I liked whatever they did. But there were times where I was like, I wonder if that's... I don't know. It just didn't quite sound like it was coming from them. Especially, oddly, in like ensemble moments but maybe that's just people sound better i wonder if or they may have had to fix those up a little yeah. bit yeah yeah there was one moment where mark felt very flat to me i can't remember who it was in like, la Bohem. yeah yeah it. it's, it's uh, in the mainstream is anyone in the mainstream yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. it was very off 
Yeah. I like that though. And then um, Collins had trouble reaching a couple of the notes and Angel. There, I said it. You said wow. it. It's been said. I love mistakes though. Um, (laughs) I do like seeing mistakes in live, um, theater, not because I like them failing. I like when they fix it. It makes me really happy. (laughs) (laughs) I do like the panic of noticing it, but then it always works out and it makes me happy. Um, there are two moments in the good fight on CBS all access, (laughs) the main show that I'm watching right now, (laughs) which we are sponsored by. Uh oh god i wish um sponsored by lays and the good fight on cbs all access where they leave in just what are clearly mistakes like there's one thing where a thing falls off the wall and the actors laugh and they just (laughs) freaking left it in i will watch this show now i will now watch all of the good wife to understand it because I love that. I saw All About Eve uh, in the West End twice. And there was a part where I then knew that she, this uh, actress who ended up winning the Olivier for it. So she's good. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I knew that she hadn't crossed in time to get this phone call. And I was like, I can't wait for that phone to ring. Because I remember. Oh she? <laughs> and she just sprints to get it. And they're all, first of all, they're all British actors doing American accents. Actually, not necessary. But she dropped it when she answered the phone. <laughs> and it brought me such joy. Yeah, that is fun. And then she won the Olivier for best mistake, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The Brits are such assholes. They have a category for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did see it because um, Gillian Anderson uh, was playing Margot. And I did want to shout out two original Rent cast members were on the X-Files. Ooh, oh, to bring it back. Jesse L. Martin has a gigantic role in one of them called The Unnatural. It's actually probably one of the only episodes where Scully and Mulder are not really the lead. He is the lead. Um, well, interesting. And then Anthony Rapp plays uh, a local weirdo in an episode called Detour. I mean, he's he definitely is in the most things. Or yeah, the two in- of them, probably. Mm-hmm. every show i hate to tell you but he plays christine baranski's accountant on the good fight okay <laughs> i gotta Honestly, go I guys i gotta go <laughs> don't CBS think you hate access. to tell us beth look <laughs> it pains me to bring up this tidbit <sighs> i'm not it watching it uh-huh. i'm not watching it right now it's driving me crazy <laughs> if you like anthony rap and you don't have cbs access all access you are a liar <laughs> oh my god i don't want to be a liar um, um also i will say this- i've seen i've talked to beth on video chats um a number of times in the past two weeks probably every as, day likely at least every other day and you have mentioned the good wife and or the good fight every single time <laughs> well why would i mention one without mentioning the other you know <laughs> oh my gosh um, there's also a mistake, I think, in White Christmas <laughs> where um Danny Kay throws a lighter at Bing Crosby and he doesn't um he doesn't catch it and he like looks down at it and neither of them address it because it wasn't supposed to happen. But it's in the film and that's a classic. That's great. I love I love that. Yeah, if if anyone is um listening 
Yes. I'll scream this into the void. Oh, Tell us DM your favorite. Me mistakes. I love mistakes. DM, tweet. And not mistakes then- that like a script supervisor made. Like something no. the performer did, please. Yes. It's also <laughs> fun to see like in movies and TV shows when it happens, like to see who the real pros are. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. They're, that they could keep it. Like that there there was some semblance of like, okay, we could probably keep this in. Yeah. You yeah. can tell who has, um, not not talking like comedy improv, but who is a good improviser and who can roll with things and who is just like, um, the chair is in a weird place. I have to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where some people might be good dramatic improvisers. Is that what you're yeah. saying? They were yes. on a, like a team that did dramatic improv. Sure. We're talking um, Harsh, which was an uh, improv team in 2006. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I only know because my teacher was on it. That's good. I'm glad we could get in an epi- a little mini episode of mid-2000s mm-hmm. improv talk. Yep. Kayla, no- any contributions? It's got to be mid-2000s improv talk. Um, you remember Beverly Hills? That was a Herald team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they were great. Yeah. Marcy Jaro, mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. legend. I mean, she has so many podcasts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was on it. I think so. Yes, I think. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go. Um, Nate Lang and, 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 always, <laughs> and always shout out to Cody Melton. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dan Jeffrey Marks must have been on that as well. Yeah. And a guy named Greg something. Yes. Sant- Greg DeSantis. Yes. Who yes. lived in Connecticut, maybe in Westport. I don't Whoa. know. And, and commuted in. I believe that is the case. Yeah. That's so that's, that's the one fact I know about him. <laughs> Uh, Craig, DM us if there's other facts about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very good. My gosh, right. rent, 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 rent. Any other any other feelings you've been wanting to get off your chest about rent? Now's your chance. And oh also, God. are you gonna pay rent at the end of this month in a few days? Um, I guess. I guess. What What are we doing? Are we all not doing it? I mean, I think we have to. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. I Um, guess we'll find out more information in the coming couple of days about any legislation, but I'm I'm sure it won't. Come on, we're going to have to pay our rent. I know, I think so too. And I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not the first need (laughs) people that they should forgive. Um, Yeah. I'm probably second. You're on the second <laughs> tier? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Not the second tier, just the second in numbers. The second like, person. Yeah, I'm the second yeah. person. There's one Who's person that? who needs it more than me that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I won't say their name. <laughs> um, I like that you've been laying on your stomach slumber party style, Caitlin. Yeah. For this. Can you see my legs? Let's see. Yeah, I can see them in, well, in the window and then in a reflection. Yeah. Yeah. What are your socks, the bottoms of your socks? Please. Please do not disturb. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) The bottoms of your socks say that. Wow. Well, I think the idea would be like you have your feet kicked up in front of someone enters the room and they're like I need to actually bother you and oh, you're like no never mind I apologize because you're also wearing that t-shirt right now that says look at the socks <laughs> <laughs> yep. I guess I, it should say talk to the sock 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it, it actually says my socks are down here and there's arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't changed my clothes since Thursday night when <laughs> Grey's Anatomy was on. I've been in a depression. Is that true? Uh, no. Okay. But uh, I do love Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone from Rent. I, I, Anthony Rapp has to have been on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> There's just no chance he hasn't been on it. <laughs> I feel like Jesse L. Martin also has to have. I Every almost... time I see him in a thing. He comes on and I say, live in my house. No matter Sarah, what. That my was boyfriend. beautiful. Yeah, Thank that you. was great. Um, Thanks so much. I almost think maybe Jesse L. Martin hasn't just because they've probably like every other season tried to get him to be a series regular and they're keeping that, they're keeping that door open. So he hasn't just been a patient yet or something. Sure. How many more seasons are there infinite? There's at least one. We're on 16. They're, they're, they're signed on through 17. And many people think that will be the end, but many people have thought a lot of those seasons have <laughs> been the end. Um, God, what could they even be writing about these days? Well, there's a lot. Okay, well, I mean, Meredith and McDreamy re- are still a thing? Sarah. <laughs> McDreamy's Truly. been dead for like seven years. <laughs> Is that true? Spoiler alert. Well, you just said it like you don't care. So I just came in at the info. I mean, depending on what season you last watched, it's possible 90% of that cast is dead. I'm certain 100% of them are. Has anyone, do you think that in coming seasons, um, there's going to be a Corona episode? Yes. Absolutely. Do they rip from the headlines on Grace? No, not not typically, but they won't be able to resist. Also because they've been on a tear of doing a lot of content that is targeted at insurance company and about like the medical, the you know, the uh, healthcare system. Mm. So I think they're not going to be able to hold back. They're not yeah. going to be able to hold back. Um yeah. but no, they don't they don't do kind of law and order. It took them till like season 10 or 11 to do an I didn't know I was pregnant episode which I thought showed incredible restraint on their part yeah because that (laughs) must have been like a popular genre of television show for years they held back they have restraint sometimes and and also (laughs) like there's a lot of flashbacks like uh this past episode dealt with (laughs) 9-11 you weren't expecting that (laughs) Is that wow. true? Yes. The most recent episode. Yes. Was it because someone had like the residual like lung disease from being a first responder or something? Or was it that nope. 9-11 had just happened on the show? Nope. Did someone go back? Was there a time traveler? Nope. Wow. It was okay, just I'll purely... catch up. <laughs> it's, it's a delight. Uh, it's ups and downs, but some Who's sense. dead? Is Sandra O dead? No, no. She just moved to Europe. Is the girl from 27 Dresses dead? Catherine no. Heigl? No, but that was an unknown until about two weeks ago, whether she, she left the show a long time ago, uh-huh. but it was unclear whether her character had died of cancer or not. But in fact, no. Hmm. It is funny that Sandra O's character moved to Europe because now she's on uh, Killing Eve as a London detective. Hmm. That's a show that's great. I need to see it. Well, oh, I love it. I'm busy um, watching X-Files, Grey's Anatomy, and Rent. 
And now, <laughs> now you have uh, the good now, fight. Oh yeah, good fight is prioritized. <laughs> you guys, Absolutely. we got to get back to talking about rent, or we got to wrap this up. <laughs> well, well, we got back to good fight, so I feel like we can get there. Okay, quickly. we're good on our way. Fight. Is there um, any actor on the good fight that's also in rent? <laughs> Should we start up a good fight podcast? <gasps> yes. Oh my god, <laughs> Christine Baranski. Her okay when she got. Really, I think it was just because it was in alphabetical order, but when she got top billing at the end of Mamma Mia 2, amazing. Amazing. She deserves it. That She's name so came up and it was like, <laughs> yes. Correct. She was first on there? She was. But I, again, I do think it was just alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> Did not notice that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, a lot of people have messaged us or tweeted at us or notified us that there's a lot of like, Broadway content streaming. So if you're a musical fan and you're listening to this, um, you should check it out if you haven't already. Uh, that's a good way to pass time that might be a little more lighthearted than other ways that you could be yeah. spending it. Um, you can, what else, what else can you do that's rent related? Um, I wonder, there's gotta be um, productions of like high school productions of rent online. Ooh, fun. Um, I yeah. think there was going to be one sometime soon. I mean, not now, obviously, but in the Valley that Beth and I were Ooh. thinking about going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll look at one online. Yeah. I don't know if that's super creepy, but it is, but sure. I'll do it. You can donate, do you could donate to Broadway cares, equity fights aids. That's a yes. good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, please do. Um, they're, obviously like Broadway actors are <laughs> very fucked right now. Right. Yeah. They're I the went, only ones. Um, I saw, <laughs> I saw Phantom with my aunts in the fall and it was one of those weeks where they are raising money at the end. Mm-hmm. And the Phantom does it. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's the star of the show. Yes. But the, the actor is like a very um, different person than the character and he is like a very neurotic nebbish guy so it completely <laughs> like changed but he's still wearing all that stuff it was it was great so Wild. donate very silly to that charity for no other reason than it gave us that moment <laughs> um great and you can also email us all your rent thoughts everything is rent pod at gmail.com um, you can follow us on Instagram or comment or like at uh, everything is rent. You can tweet at us at everything underscore rent. And then um, we'll do our thank yous. But uh, Caitlin, where where are you viewable? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Caterade. And I also host a podcast called We Stand Together. And you can find us on all social platforms at We Stand Social. And I co-host with Lauren Brickman, who wanted me to tell you that she went to Adelphi, which is where Jonathan Larson went. Oh. Very good. It's a great pod. Highly recommend. If you, mm-hmm. uh, if you like any of the references other than rent that we've <laughs> brought up, <laughs> I'd enjoy the things that they stand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, great. Great. Um, um, thanks, we- thanks to Zach Reno for our music. Thanks to James Mulholland for our artwork. And thanks to Mark David Christensen, who is stuck uh with me um isolated with me for an unknown amount of time and is also being forced to engineer this yeah um and i guess just thanks to you for uh, uh 
picking up your podcast machine mm-hmm. and um, pressing play and listening to us during this totally insane time. We hope everyone is uh, staying healthy and safe and as positive as you can. And um, we love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might say um, times are shitty, but I'm pretty sure they can't get they worse. Can't get worse. Yes. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. We are co-hosts of this particular album is very, very important to me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. All the guests in season three, introduce yourselves, please. Hello, my name is Thomas Lennon. Hello, this is June Diane Raphael. Hey, this is Eugene Cordero. Hey, this is Keiko Agana. Hey, this is Paul F. Tompkins. Hello, my name is Tawny Newsom. Hello. This is Colin Hanks. Hi, this is Kirsten Bangsness. Hey, this is Matt Besser. What albums did they pick? Well, find out by subscribing to this particular album is very, very important to me on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.